On this episode, we review Disney's latest attraction, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Today is May 18th, 2022. This is episode 461 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. I am also going to uh, start diving into TikTok. Or I should say we are going to dive into TikTok. Uh-oh. Uh, and you can find us at MSM Podcast. Uh, no clue what we're doing. So come <laughs> and, and watch the uh, tragic events unfold as we try and figure out uh, how to use TikTok as two 42-year-old grown people. Um, also, if you've not done so already, go out to Facebook, search for the Main Street Magic community, and ask to join. And if you hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you want to bring the sense of the parks, resorts, movies, and more to your home, we're so excited to partner with Walter and Rosie Candle Company, which provides the happiest sense on earth. Visit msmfriends.com and save 10% on your next order. Then finally, if you're getting ready to plan that next Disney or Universal vacation, maybe you're looking to go on a cruise or pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to mainstmagictravel.com, fill out a form for a free quote, and our travel services are completely free to you. This, uh, I think for the first time, maybe ever, we have an episode coming out a full day late. I don't think it's the first time ever. I do think we have come across this before yeah so we do apologize but it was a very different i guess trip to disney this time yeah we went sunday to tuesday which Mm -hmm. we have never done but we went because our good friends kat and michael were going to be there during that time and we're like all right that's when they're there we want to be there and so my genius idea originally thought uh, we'll bring the portable lapel mics um, after Cosmic Rewind. We'll record right then and there the episode sitting at Epcot fresh off the ride. And then I was like, uh, it's not going to do me much good because I did not bring my MacBook at all for like mm. the first time ever. I literally set an uh, out of office on my email. Wow. I was like, don't bother me. Um, so, yeah. So the original thought was then we would literally record, edit, post, and it'd be ready for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I didn't even bring my MacBook. Let's not even bother. We'll wait till we get home Tuesday evening. Uh, and We'll just put it out on Wednesday. Um, Friday's episode, we're going to see what's up. That actually may come out on Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. Since Rhonda took off Monday and Tuesday this week, she's now working Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right. So we may have to record Friday evening, put it out Saturday morning. But anyway, we'll be back on track next week. But we are here today to talk about yes. the latest attraction at Walt Disney World, located in Epcot, Cosmic Rewind, yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, and what I think we'll do is, you know, this was our annual pass holder preview that we got. Mm-hmm. We will be there next weekend for Woo-hoo. opening day. And I want to get a little bit of information out that just came today, uh, not even long ago from, well, it's everywhere now, but originally we saw it from our friend Scott Gustin, uh, said, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will be included in Genie Plus starting May 31st, through so at least August 7th. So okay. it is going to move from paid lightning lane to be included with your $15 Genie Plus as of May 31st. Uh, this means both Remy's and Cosmic Rewind will be individual lightning lane May 27th to 30th. And then starting May 31st, Cosmic Rewind will be the only individual lightning lane at Epcot. Oh, we no. also did find okay. that there are going to be, uh, we know that it's virtual queue. 
okay. Cosmic Rewind or Paid Lightning Lane. Okay. Right, right away. So you are going to have benefits as an on-site guest. Uh, we will be on site. We're going to probably go straight for Paid Lightning Lane first. Uh, virtual queue will drop again in the afternoon at 1 p.m. The way that Rise was doing. Even crazier, it's going to drop a third time at 6 p.m. Oh, wow. To be available when the dates are, are as such for those deluxe resort guests who get those after hour Oh, that's times. fantastic. Yeah. So really. Man, too I'm bad really, we're not staying at a deluxe. I know. And, but I'm really, really happy to see some additional yes. perks coming in, in yes. areas like this. So um, that will include all the Disney deluxe resorts, the Disney deluxe villa resorts. Um, it also does include Swan, Dolphin, Swan Reserve, and Shades of Green. So just something to notice um, or note, I guess, if you are unaware of this Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind thing, (laughs) let me just give you a little blurb real quick. Uh, This is a family thrill attraction. It features the first ever reverse launch on a Disney coaster and is one of the largest fully enclosed coasters in the world. A new innovation from Walt Disney Imagineering. This coaster rotates 360 degrees so you can focus on all the action. Uh, You're going to begin your adventure by touring the Galaxa Arium, a planetarium-like exhibition showcasing the similarities and differences between Xandar and Earth's galaxies. I even get to discover some of the incredible wonders of Xandar and learn about their technology. But just as you're about to reach the culmination of the tour, everything goes sideways and you're called into action to help the Guardians of the Galaxy. So you're going to join Rocket, Groot, Gamora, uh, Star-Lord, and Drax on an urgent mission where you'll rewind, rotate, and head towards the action through an exciting space pursuit Rhonda, why don't you talk a little bit i guess about our arrival process you know there are some previews and stuff obviously still going on here yeah. in the next week after this episode comes out before it officially you know launches on may 27th uh how was the check-in process well, it was very what did simple. you think of the initial queue the, was, the system the walkthrough everything yeah it was super cool it, it's over there by the the ship that's yeah, the nova core ship the the being bit, uh, yeah like sat and beautiful and people were taking their pictures by there was also a pass oh my gosh we had to scan in not fast pass oh my mm-hmm. gosh lightning photo light. pass oh, oh yeah I'm there was like photo oh pass my gosh there. what am i trying to say so there was a photo pass person and that line was very very long yeah we decided to save that one for the future as i'm sure they'll still be there uh, yes i'm assuming so so uh yeah it was it was easy you know you go you scan they scan you once and actually not only once but twice so apparently sad news was a lot of people were taking a little advantage and writing it over and over and over which i would have loved to even maybe two times yeah yeah what they did is they basically so the 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 area outside the ship is all blocked off with those big planters Mm -hmm. that everybody's seen during construction and all and so from my understanding originally you only scanned to get into that whole common area around the ship they were scanning you then, twice yeah now. and you then entered which means that when people came off the ride they just went right back in the building and they were riding it several times so Disney put a stop to that so you scan once you got into the common area I'll call it around the ship then you scan twice right before you actually went into the queue and into the building mm-hmm. uh, we got lucky we had no outside queue time which I know some people it was backing up and they're out in the hot sun the indoor queue appears to accommodate about 30 minutes worth so when this thing hits a standby uh, line at some oh, yeah. point I, I do think we're going to see a lot of people outside they did within a couple days added umbrellas and shade outside nice. so so that part at least is good but yeah w- what did you think of 
I guess, the queue and walking through because they have it set up. The story is basically that Xandar and Earth were born at the same time. The moment that both of these planets basically came to be, mm-hmm. which we call the Big Bang Theory, um, all came at the exact same time. So there's a lot of similarities. Right. And that's kind of what they're trying to prove here, right? As I you kind of so. walk through. Yeah, and it was super cool. It, it's super, mo- I guess, modern, spacey looking. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I liked it. And then there's this giant thing on the ceiling that talks to you and actually shows some, brings up pictures and does all kinds of stuff that I think could even do more because if you're standing in there for a while waiting. Yeah, we, as lucky as we were that we got through the queue kind of quick, it almost stunk because yeah. we didn't get to see everything so right. we actually just went and watched a, a slow walkthrough point of view video yeah to see what we were missing um for example there's a point where the 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 woman overhead is telling you again about xandar and earth and the similarities and they started at the same time and she's like you know what are these things you eat called turkey legs and what do you yeah. do with the rest of the the animal's body and and it shows like a, a drawing outline of almost like a blueprint of a turkey leg up yeah. on this big ceiling if you've been in space 220 this all this all mixes perfect i was gonna compare it to that almost yeah it's really yep and then as you get into the additional kind of cue um and we completely missed this uh gamora actually comes up and she's talking to someone from xandar Mm -hmm. and peter quill comes up yeah like an interview television interview and they're like you know hey you guys had this plan and you helped save the galaxy and all and peter quill comes up and he's saying how much he absolutely loved ebcot as a kid and he can't wait to go back and ride horizons Uh and the energy ride with the dinosaurs (laughs) so there's there's yeah there's all these nods to old school uh ebcot and in there there's like big interactive looking model of Xandar that lights up and and kind of like moves and there's there's uh ships it, they've lit- basically set up this wonders of Xandar of Xandar tour and it reminds me of the like when you're going through on the people mover yes. the Epcot where it shows tomorrow and yeah you know, yeah I mean it showed the, the original yeah. you know, prototype looking model and yeah. The you know we'll obviously share our thoughts on the ride. I've really not seen much negative, if anything at all, about the ride, about the queue, even about the story, about everything. Everybody's biggest gripe that I've seen for the most part is that this does not fit in Epcot, and I think they actually made it fit perfectly as you go through this Wonders of Xanthar tour. Oh yeah, because of the model, because it's right. showing history. It's it's you're learning it. To me, it is exactly what Epcot is, and. It just happens to be Xandar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's literally like if Epcot was built on Xandar, this is what it would look like and it would be absolutely fitting. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, walking up as you walk up and you see the the Novacore ship out front and you see the entrance, not honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, not once did my eyesight veer up and go, look at this big giant box of a building. That's an eyesore. I don't even remember seeing the building. Oh, yeah. I agree. Like, you don't. Yeah. And they painted it so well on a beautiful Florida day. It yep. really kind of blends in with the sky. Mm-hmm. So I honestly think this is an absolute perfect fit inside Epcot because they made it fit. Yeah. This isn't just picking up like Mission Breakout. You know, they, they literally tell a story and, right. and they have a reason for it being there, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So we move into the first uh, um, 
pre-show and Nova Prime comes up. Glenn Close's character yes. is there. So um, cool. So they got everybody. And she again tells you, you know, Earth and Xandar were born at the same time. But it would take us two and a half million years at the speed of light to travel to Xandar. So instead, they brought Xandar to us. Mm-hmm. And they are able to because of this jump point and um, this cosmic generator. And they want to share the technology with us by bringing Xandar to us, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to be teleported to a Nova ship that is up above Earth, and they're going to demonstrate this cosmic generator to us. Okay. Then who shows up? Oh, my goodness. Terry Crews. And I forget was... his name, well, uh, his character name. But I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's his real name. Yeah, he. I, I can't remember what he said it either, but he said it something. And it, he is so cool. Like, he's funny. Yeah. He just... I love it. I absolutely loved seeing that. And I that was like a just big giant, oh, yay! Did you know? I had no idea. Yeah, see, that's one you of those, I, yeah, I hate that I knew. They, had, I mean, they had posted it, him filming and stuff, like Disney officially had posted like, you know, welcome oh. to, you know, our latest ride, Terry Crews and huh. all. Maybe that's I want good Terry Crews so to be the next Patrick Warburton. Like, can we get a couple Terry Crews throughout? Like, let's yeah. have him in some other areas. I, there's one part that is outstanding um, where he's like, uh, you know, at this time, you need to put away all flash photography, no videoing, all that. And he's like, no, seriously, I mean it. And he has this mean face for like three seconds. He holds it. And then he, and then he goes into that big bit, Terry yep. Crews smile that just makes you smile. Um, so this is the first pre-show. Mm-hmm. But, and they're making this explanation of what we're going to do yep. and why. Then we move into a second pre-show. Mm-hmm. How was that? This The second pre-show is literally your transportation pod which is going to teleport you up to this ship yes. so they can demonstrate everything. What was that like? And what is the defining wow moment that, and I guess we should have said earlier, spoiler alert. If you d- don't listen to this episode, if you don't want anything spoiled, because we're spoiling it. <laughs> but, but I don't feel like there's, I didn't know this major- moment was coming. Oh, I didn't feel like there was major s- spoilers after everything. And yeah. Talking to Kiki a little bit. Kiyomi, right. Because, you know, I did wear my patch and, I've had a couple of people asking, like, would I have needed it? And I mean, I think so. Like, I didn't get off feeling funny at all. I got yeah. off like, oh, my gosh, that was amazing. I want to do it again. Uh, I, I'm not sure I I'll this, try without it. I think it. this could certainly for sure spark motion sickness in those that are prone to being motion sick. Yeah. So if there's anything, I don't think so more than any other ride. Like, I don't think somebody's going to be like, well, I've been on Ratatouille and I'm fine, and then this one's going to set you off. I think if you go, I've been on Ratatouille, and it makes me motion shit, motion sick. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I do this. I take Dramamine, or I have right. the patch, or mm-hmm. I have a ginger ale, whatever it may right. be. Do the same thing you would do to combat motion sickness on any other ride yeah. that you're motion sick on. Yeah. Me, who's not prone to motion sickness, was fine on it. Right. So it's not again. It's not like it's one where it's like I've never been motion sick, and then oh my goodness, I get on this ride and I'm motion right. sick. I think it's gonna whatever you are is what you'll be on this ride. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. So talk about our teleportation in this. Yeah, what was, I think is a wow moment. Well, it was super cool because I, when you're standing on the ground, like you literally feel beneath you moving. Yeah. Which I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like, I'm not going to fall over, right? <laughs> uh, but it was super cool. And then it it's like all of a sudden, 
it like opens all this like screen and like yeah, we're like black. So you're in an enclosed yeah, room it's, and above you is kind of like a portal. It is a little bit similar to Space 220 and getting in the elevator in yep. some way in theory. Yep. And you're looking up and you're going to be and, and it's the perfect sleight of hand. Yes. Because they're making you stare at this this teleportation device above you that you're watching. Yeah. And then everything goes black for a second. And when the lights come back on, it appears you're in a completely different room. All yeah. of the walls have disappeared and opened up. And there's now screens with Terry Crews and, and Glenn Close and the Guardians are going to come in. And you're overlooking a giant screen where you can see Earth now in the distance. So it looks like you are up in space above Earth as you like look around. So mm. I, I com- I'd compare it a little bit, except done so much better than that kind of surprise moment in Mickey and Minnie's when the screen blows up at the yeah. pre-show. <clears throat> yeah. it, again, similar in theory, but instead it just... It was so cool. We were there with some um, friends of uh, Cat and Michael's, and um, one of them looked at Michael because they had written it before, and Lewis was like, did. "Yeah, Lewis mm-hmm. was like, I just wanted to see your face," and, and said like his face was, was like his jaw dropped. Yeah, and yeah. I was too. It's one of those that I think literally, it happens, and you go, "Whoa!" Yeah. Like, how did they just accomplish this? And I think it's one of those that I'll think that every time, even when we go back and write it. Oh, again. and I'm sure it'll be one of those things too. Like Lewis, like watched yeah. Michael. Yep. We will watch other people. Yeah. Like, this is your first time? All right, just watch Okay, you. let me watch you. Yeah. So, all right, so basically, um, it, 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 this happens, and then they're telling you, all right, we're going to go ahead, and we're going to demonstrate, and then, oh, no, something goes wrong, right? Of course. Power goes out, and next thing you know, the cosmic generator is missing. So the cosmic generator was in a corner lit up. And again, power kind of flashes, sleight of hand. You're like, what's going on? It disappears. Yeah. So um, Terry calls the Guardians of the Galaxy and on a screen, Star-Lord, Gamora, Rocket, Drax, and Groot all show up. And again, this is true Marvel Guardians humor. Yes. And such. Drax takes everything literally. Yep. So anything that like Rocket says. uh, And And then Rocket has a plan. Yeah, of course he has a plan. Well, because what we find out is that this villain, it's a celestial being uh, named Essen. I think is how it's pronounced. Okay. Um, had appears and he's now got the generator. He's got the cosmic generator. So he stole it and Rocket's like, we have a plan because Essen says, um, I'm going to go through this jump point and basically go back in time and erase a major error, which mm-hmm. somebody please correct me if I'm wrong. I took it as Xandar was an error and he was going to go back in time before Xandar was created and and destroy it is, was my understanding. I think I got that too. From it. Okay. I think so. So the Guardians aren't there yet, right? They right. can't immediately save it. So we now, through these escape pods that they're going to put us in to get us out of here, uh, we're going to need to go in the jump point until the Guardians can arrive and we're going to get in these evacuation shuttles. Um, so from here, we exit the room mm-hmm. and we go down the ramps to start to the ride vehicle. Correct. What, I guess, were kind of your thoughts on this whole area? I, kn- I know Steve, our good friend Steve, a- and I agree with them. Break story. I, I wish that you left this room and within a moment we're getting on the ride well, that's as opposed just like to having Rise. another. I know it, it's so similar. Okay, so compare it to Rise yeah. and kind of those breaks between some of the shows and such. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's one of those things where you're it, in the line, you know, you're going to the ride vehicle and it it's amazing. It's beautiful. I do love the way it, it filters out and like what you go through. I think it's cool and as long as you kind of keep moving like we did, which I think you could potentially. Yeah. We move we moved through the I mean the entire queue. Mm-hmm. We were 
if you if you say pre-shows aside, because obviously they have time, you're standing there, I feel like 15 minutes, maybe actually walking. Maybe. If that. Um, what did you... This is what I kept saying when you get in and you see there's two coasters on either side. There's loading from cool. both sides and all. I think that was super cool. That's That reminds me of like a big Thunder Mountain, the way yeah. you go down, mm-hmm. like that, uh, what do you, ride. Yeah, you go on either side, yeah. Like design. This is so grand at this moment because mm-hmm. you're, you know, not like a big Thunder where a ceiling is nine feet tall right above your head no it's like this is like two tall. stories tall yeah. i feel like it's huge and it's mm-hmm. just absolutely grand and then this is when you're like oh we're in this giant building yeah right so yeah. we that get down sense. and um board and i well i'll get to that in a second so there's six different songs you can get so almost in a rip you don't ride pick. rocket no you don't pick like rip ride rocket it is random right um what are the six songs Rhonda? So you have September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. You have Disco Inferno by the Tramps. Yeah. You have The Conga by Gloria Stefan. You have Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. I Ran by Flock of Seagulls. And the last one is One Way or Another by Blondie. When I initially saw the soundtrack for this, I was very, very surprised. Why? Because it didn't, they didn't take from Awesome Mix one or two from the movies. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I didn't think these were going to fit, to be honest. Why? I, I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking like September, Iran, everybody wants to rule the world. I just didn't think they were going to fit for a fast paced, awesome ride. And we haven't done, we got Conga by mm-hmm. Gloria Stefan. I would never have thought that was going to fit the ride. And it absolutely fits it. Mm-hmm. I think I would absolutely love to get one way or another by Blondie. To oh, me, after writing it now, like that. that seems like the most fitting one. But now, after writing it, I totally get how these fit, even though I didn't initially. And, and I'm I love excited they created a whole new ones. mix as opposed to a oh, watch us get conga every time. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Hopefully not. If I did, I'd be sad because I'd like to hear some of these other songs with it. What? Which one do you think you would enjoy the most out of the? Do you? I mean, you. I love music and I know all of these songs. Yeah. Do you know all these songs though, yeah, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'd probably want, I wouldn't mind September or yeah. one way or another for sure. Because yeah. I just, every time I hear that, like I think of like, I think it's Coyote Ugly. Oh yeah. Because that song was in there. What I'm hoping and what I think rides like this have the ability to do, not only with what you're talking about, that initial walking in and that giant circular screen in the queue, that could change. That can be updated at any time. Oh, yeah. I wonder if Absolutely. the soundtrack will update at any time. Like it'd be neat if all of a sudden a year from now they're like, you know what? Here's six new songs. Um they could do that. And then it would be neat if maybe they pulled from like his like a couple of songs yeah. from his playlist. That would be cool. Peter's. What, well, what I was reading when I was because I, I went and I was like, let me get, you know, let me just copy and paste the six songs. I'll go ahead and Google it. Um, is that the Imagineers? It sounds like the ride and all was really completed prior to them picking any soundtrack. And then they actually rode the ride so many times trying to figure out what songs basically from the 80s would perfectly fit. Oh, then ne- so then I don't uh, know if they'll ever get new ones. That's my only fear. Now, I believe we'll have to go back and look. I should have done this prior, but I believe there is a, a list of songs that they did not pick, but that they had up for testing. Talk about a cool job. Yeah. All right. Yeah, talk about I, the ride. 
I don't know if I could though write it if I'm thinking what over they're over doing. Like, yeah, get, get off, get back on, get off, get back on. Like, I don't know if I could have done that. I could have gotten off, sat for a little bit, you know, kind of gathered my thoughts. Yeah. And then got back on it. I, I wonder if they did something similar originally for Rip Ride Rocket, which has tons of songs and an entire hidden, you know, menu and all. Mm-hmm. Like for me, the some songs on Rip Ride Rocket just don't work. Yeah. And I love the fact, like, my favorite song for Rip Ride Rocket is um, Paralyzed by Finger Eleven. Yeah, that's a good one. The chorus just hits yeah. at the exact perfect moment in the ride, like it was scripted. I love that that's what they did for this. Mm-hmm. Okay, fun. talk about the actual ride, especially as the coaster pulled up to us, and we're looking at it going, um, that coaster's not facing backwards. You told us this was a backwards launch. Yeah, it pulls up and it kind of reminds me, I guess, a little bit of Rock and Roller Coaster mm-hmm. when it pulls up because there is four, two per seat, two, four per section, two per seat yes. in the ride vehicle, which I like that because is I'm never going to ride four, by myself. Four cars, right? So 16 total per. Oh, I, I didn't. I don't remember that. I, I didn't I, count. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was four cars, 16 per ride. Um, this guy Tommy, I think his name's Tommy Hawkins, is one of Lynn Testa's friends out on Twitter. I just started following. He had done an initial capacity, uh, initial capacity per hour, and I think he was putting it around uh, like twenty one hundred to twenty three hundred people per hour. So this thing is an absolute nice people eater. Good. The way, in, it, in a way, similar to Velocicoaster. Yeah, that'll be fantastic. That's what I'm hoping. When it moves to a standby, it could eat people the way Velocicoaster does. That would be awesome. So get us started on the ride then going in as we're sitting forward like, hey, you yeah. lied to me. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess I did picture that when I did hear that you literally get on and then it just shoots you backwards, just like kind of like rock and roller coaster shoots you forward and the Hulk shoots you up and out. Of that's what that's what you were expecting. I think I was and going backwards. Yeah. So to actually and again, you're in a big area so you can watch before you even get on quite a few cars yeah and you just watch them go straight they disappear they go straight and around the corner and i'm like oh you're still like okay they're not backwards and then i'm like where are <laughs> they gonna go backwards yeah so it, this part reminds me of expedition everest mm-hmm. where you go straight for a while and then you do find that like okay now we're going backwards yeah but the biggest difference is that Everest doesn't change. We never change track. You know what I mean? Right. Because of the fact that these vehicles spin 360 degrees. Mm -hmm. So we're still on the same track moving air quotes forward. But as we get into the point and it's surrounded by these giant screens and and Essen's there again and the Guardians show up, then your vehicle spins to make you go backwards as he basically is like, get out of here and launches you into the entire ride. Yeah. Um, talk about the ride now at this point. And this, this is, this is like space mountain meets rock and roller coaster meets Gringotts <laughs> meets like all these different rides. What, how would you explain this coaster? <laughs> I don't know if I could, can, I don't I know. know if I could. I, I really had no idea which way I was going. Frontwards, sideways, backwards, forwards. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah, it was fun. I had a great time. Um, Kiyomi did tell me because I was starting to get a little bit nervous. And she did tell me, don't look at the moon. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, there's a part in there where there's a moon. And I'm like, okay, so I'm thinking, all right, so if I stare at that, I'm thinking with the motion and the way things are going. But I'm not going to lie to y'all. When the moon came, I didn't look away and I was fine the whole time. So it, it went, that made me excited and happy. It went through so quick. First of all, this is the most fun I've ever had on an attraction. It was fun. Absolutely fun. the most fun ever. I, I would liken it to um, Mickey and Minnie's for me. We're like, there's just a smile on my face the whole time. It's just I think so. fun. Yeah. I think there's smiles on our face the whole time. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the moon, was that a screen or was that a physical object now that I'm thinking about it? I have it? no idea. I think it I'm was a physical y'all. object. I'm telling y'all. I mean, like, seriously, I didn't know which way I was going. No. Like, it was, but it was so fun and it was so smooth. Well, Absolutely course, incredibly it's brand smooth. brand new. It should be. Yeah. But when you talk about, you know, again, think of if you've done Green Gots and the way those, that, those ride cars, you know, turn. Mm-hmm. Like, example, we're going around this moon as our vehicle is turned 90 degrees to the left. So we're technically going sideways at this part okay. while moving at a decent enough speed. Um, and, and the whole time there's, there's screens everywhere, but it's, it's done in such a good way that I don't, I, I didn't get this screen feel and, and the way that a green right. dots, like you literally pull up and you stop and you're like, I'm staring at a screen you don't feel it. It, yeah. it has almost a 3D element to it without being 3D. And I think it moves at such a perfect speed that, again, they did everything they can, I think, to play certain tricks on your mind. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't realize that you're looking at screens right. or you're even on a coaster. I'll be honest. You almost feel, and it is so smooth, that you're in a track. It almost feels like you're in a trackless vehicle, but a trackless yeah. coaster to me. I think that's how well they did it. I- I can agree with that. Yeah. In the end, we help save the galaxy. <laughs> yes, we right? did. And the Guardians of the Galaxy welcome to become new members, basically, of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Where would you, I guess, give your like elevator pitch on Cosmic Rewind real quick. If somebody, like, elevator pitch, right? We're on the first floor. You don't know me. I'm getting on the elevator with you. We're going up to the top of Grand Destino Tower. You got 16 floors, however long that takes. And I go, explain Cosmic Rewind to me. And you got about a minute. How, how are you say, explaining well, this to someone? And what do you compare it to? It's like and where Space do you rank it? Mountain. And I guess Space Mountain and Green Guts, but it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And it's fun and enjoyable. And you don't know which way you're going because like the same thing, Space Mountain. Uh, Yeah, all that. Like, it's so fun. Where would you rank this as far as a family coaster goes? Is the first of all, there's nothing as far as we've written, there's nothing else like this. Right. Um, Is this a family coaster? Is is this pretty much, again, based on height restriction, is this fun for the whole family? Yes, it is. I would think. But it remember it is all in dark, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you know younger kids depending on the height. I don't I don't know the height restriction. I think it's forty one or forty two. Okay. I should know that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> um, but I, I I I would think that maybe if Lacey was still young, 
we wouldn't take her because I'll never forget when we took her on Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why would you think that was a good idea? This one only because of it's in the dark the yeah. whole time. And if your kid's fine with that, then I think honestly, I'd be fine. Yeah. And, and you know, you're, you're right in the aspect of, we always say this, like, you know, your kid. Right. It's real hard for, you know, again, somebody to come to us and go, would you take your 10 uh, year old on VelociCoaster? And I'm like, well, not the Lacey 10 year old, which mm-hmm. she finally did it. But yeah, the Kaylin 10 year old, I would have, yeah. but not a Lacey 10 year old. Right. So, you know, your kids, you know, yep. um, I, I always said, and I'll still say it, VelociCoaster is an absolute assault on your senses. Okay. So is this, but in a, such a different way. Yeah. Like VelociCoaster, in a good way, is a violent assault on your sis- senses. Yeah. Again, in a very good way. This one is just an overall assault because there's so much going on. I think, and, and I do feel the same way about a VelociCoaster, which is a very, and I'm not going to say standard coaster, but... It's a coaster. It's an outside coaster. Right. You're not getting real storytelling once you're on the actual oh, Velocicoaster right, right, ride. Right. You get storytelling through this entire thing. Right. There's so much going on that I think the rewritability, even if you just said, I simply want to ride this six times to get six different songs, is there. Right. And I ju- I absolutely think that Disney killed it on this thing. Absolutely person. knocked yeah. it out of the park. I don't know if there's a single thing that I could or would change about this ride okay and i think it is yeah i think it's absolutely unbelievable get down ride it um you know we're we're going to be there for opening day Mm -hmm. uh we are going to do some testing and see what we can find as far as trying to snag a paid lightning lane um we'll be there the whole weekend trying to get a virtual uh trying to get maybe a 1 p.m virtual if Mm -hmm. we didn't get the one in the morning i was just gonna ask are we gonna be able to do that where if we have a paid lightning lane are we still able to get from my understanding yes and from talking to a few of our cast member friends they have not been told anything different okay you could you could get a paid and a virtual so we're gonna test it we're gonna see maybe we get to ride it twice on friday maybe we get to ride it twice on saturday i don't know we'll see so we will, fun. of course, bring that to you. Um, we didn't just ride Cosmic Rewind this trip. We did oh, some other fun things Jeremy like so uh, Spice Road Table. Um, we tried some new food, some different things. At Bar Riva, we tried for the first time something mm-hmm. new. Uh, next episode, which again might be out Saturday morning, uh, we will actually do a trip review outside of what we did with Cosmic Rewind. So go ahead and tune in for that. Again, hit that subscribe button. Brand new episodes. Usually every Tuesday and Friday, except for this week, it's yeah. Wednesday and Saturday. We'll get back on schedule. We we promise we will. But lots of cool stuff coming up. A lot of really cool trips uh, coming up this summer. Um, and if you want to catch more of that, you can get some behind the scenes looking stuff at WonderlandCrew.com, which is our Patreon group at only seven dollars a month. And you're already out on the internet. You're subscribing. You're checking out Wonderland Crew. You're following Main ST Magic on all the social channels. Might as well leave us a rating and review. Yeah, because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.